You're listening to Sports Talks and this is your host Avishek with a V in it. We breathe sports and help you breathe some of the fresh sporty air you need in your hectic schedule. Find us in Spotify, Google Podcasts and whichever platform you're in, we are probably there. Welcome to Sports Talks and uh, this is our daily podcast. We just finished up with uh, the match Liverpool versus Chelsea when uh, Liverpool hosted Chelsea at Anfield and won 2-0 and again took the lead in the league table though having played a game more than City. So we'll give our, give our take on it and we have Saurav Saar with us again who is a writer uh, at Sports Era and World of Sports and also is going to write for Porto Sports Talks. So how are you doing and uh, how do you feel about the match? It was a good game to watch. Uh, thank you Avishek for, for, uh, for again inviting me to Sports Talk. Uh, it was a good game to watch. Uh, Liverpool uh, controlled the game. Uh, as we thought they would, uh, given that they had uh, given that they dominated the dominated the first half and the second half, uh, I'll say it's a fair result. Chelsea obviously were unlucky to get a get a uh, unlucky not to score, and Hazard had the stupid chances after Liverpool had taken that lead, and that is something I guess uh, they'll take back. Uh, you know they'll regret that you know those two misses and what it could have been. Okay, so uh, there's a stat I want to uh, cover up, which is, uh, this is uh, the first win over Chelsea at Anfield since 2012, is that correct? Yes, yes, uh, the, the commentators kept on saying this, uh, yeah. you know, throughout the game, that, uh, you know, this is like uh, the first time in seven years of season Chelsea at, at Anfield. So, yeah, it's a great stat to have, and uh, given that, you know, in the run into the season, that, you know, this was the most difficult fixture of all. This is a great result for Liverpool and uh, uh, as of now, we have done, uh, Liverpool uh, on its part has done its job, but now things are not in their hand. If, because as we know, if Man City win all the games, Liverpool uh, will still end up being a point shot. Right. Uh, though Man City has a tough, tough team to beat, that is, uh, Man, uh, they are going to host Tottenham, right? And Man United, though these two are top top teams of the Premier League right now and I don't think it's going to be easy. So, do you think they can drop points? Uh, well, uh, uh, obviously City and uh, the games against Manchester United and Tottenham will be the City's toughest challenge given that, you know, they are playing in the uh, playing in Champions League as well. But uh, it's still too early to say uh, that, you know, whether because uh, City, as they have shown uh, against the games against uh, the same opponents, they have actually sorted them fast. Uh, Tottenham, they have already won, uh, they already won the, earlier this season. While they might have lost against uh, them in the Champions League, they were, their level of performance hasn't dropped as such. Uh, the results, sometimes they have been unlucky this season, but their, uh, the level of the way they have been performing, it has been very consistent throughout the season. And it is on that that day if you know both the teams turn up and we can get get something from City, it'll be great for Liverpool. All right. So let's get into the game. Uh, anything on uh, Salah's goal? Uh, on just a wonderful goal. strike. Just a wonderful strike. Uh, probably coming in from the uh, you know cutting in from his favorite you know uh, from the right flank and you know getting it onto his favorite favorite left foot. But, uh, you know, the shot was across the keeper and it 
I guess the power, the wind, uh, the commentators kept on mentioning the swirling wind inside the stadium. That might have had an effect or whatever. But a tremendous goal. One can just keep on seeing it again and again and again and again. Yeah, Kepar barely had some time to react. Like it was a top corner finish from the from 25 yards. Amazing goal by Salah. And just two minutes before that, Mane also scored a pretty good goal. Uh, gave uh, Liverpool the first, like broke the deadlock. Mane broke the deadlock and like within three minutes, within three minutes, the game, the outlook of the game simply changed. So, uh, how do you describe this game? From tackle, from composure, from dedication, that, that, that. On the on Liverpool's part, uh, coming into this game, given that you know the that uh, Manchester City had won earlier in the day against Crystal Palace, uh, Liverpool knew what they were up against, and for that matter, Liverpool were very composed and they controlled the game considerably well. Uh, it did uh, Chelsea did play into their hands, it played into Liverpool's hands by you know setting back and defending. And and one could see the moment you know they went a couple of goals down. Chelsea actually had the ability to you know put Liverpool on the back foot. But uh, probably the you know Sari had thought this too, given that you know the you know the in the previous away games Chelsea haven't been having haven't been doing well. So that might be that might have been the result you know why Chelsea sat back and allowed Liverpool to dominate. All right, so. Salah's goal was definitely out of the blue. So, how do you describe Mane's goal? How important Mane's goal, if you look at it, that was the first proper attack in the first half. And uh, that's when, you know, the quick movements began. You know, all the players created space and, you know, for Henderson to, you know, get to the touch and, you know, just chip it perfectly at the far post for, you know, someone to arrive and, you know, head the ball in. And uh, fortunately for us, uh, fortunately for Liverpool, it was Mane, who has been in the, been uh, mesmerizing in March. Uh, so, uh, getting a, another goal for, for Mane is only obvious well for Liverpool with, you know, uh, a midweek fixture against Porto coming up. Right, uh, the usual uh, clash against Porto is going to be good. Uh, there are four more games for Liverpool. Cardiff City... Right. At away, Huddersfield at home, Newcastle at away, and Bulls at home. So, easy games or might be an upset? Uh, see, the good thing about it is, uh, about these run of games is Huddersfield is already relegated. Yeah. And Newcastle just uh, cemented the Premier League status over the weekend uh, on Friday night against, after Iowa Terrace gave them the 1-0 win against Leicester City. Uh, in a battle of the you know former Liverpool managers on Friday night, so that is one of the you know means uh, you know. But as you know, you know none of the Premier League games are you know easy for that matter. Right, right. And I do not expect these clubs to you know uh, slow down in any manner. Huddersfield, uh, Huddersfield, although they might be relegated, uh, Jan Seibert is looking to make a squad which will be fit enough for the championship. So he would want his players to give their best over there. So that you know he can know which players to retain for the next season. So that will be a challenge. Newcastle as Benitez has shown that you know he's one of the most shrewdest and the most tactically uh, tactically smart managers around in this league. And 
he will have the resource he will ensure that you know his team turn up on that night because you know he don't he don't want his team to you know uh, you know just roll over for his ex club especially uh, that said uh, these two matches are just you know one of them you know there is newcastle as well and wolves there is side there's cardiff and wolves so all these four matches are going to be very difficult wolves has already beaten liverpool they are they are responsible for liverpool's exit from the fa cup so that is something you know one has to take into consideration as well and uh, cardiff is the only one in against whom liverpool had a comfortable victory this season so yeah uh, cardiff are also fighting a, uh, are are in a relegation battle so i i see a very i i don't see a easy path that way but it's manageable and doable uh, considering the run of, uh, of liverpool in this current season right right uh, but we are see uh, while while uh, you know it would be great if liverpool could you know just win all their four games and you know man city drop points you know there's nothing nothing beats that equation yeah. but liverpool all will also be having the champions european league in middle and uh, barring uh, anything means i to a certain extent we do expect liverpool to win their next four games but uh, that's about it that's the that's the max they can do all right so now talking about the fixtures of man city they have tottenham and man united man united at away that is they have to play at old trafford so and considering the premier league table right now if man city draws only one game and even if they win all four all uh, all the rest all four of the best games and liverpool win all the four its uh, premier league is going to be at anfield uh, it it looks like it it's a very difficult right now at this point of time to uh, you know decide on a winner because you know the league has uh, actually gone down to the last five games now Right. and uh, we'll have to just wait and watch uh, city are obviously in pole position and they are also ahead on goal difference so they are they are the favorites to be very frank they are the favorites uh, liverpool are still the outsider and it will be great if liverpool can get a can win the league but uh, you know uh, one uh, wouldn't be too surprised if city does end up winning the league because they have been the they have been the most dominant team this season in the league right fair enough so all to look out for like all the five matches all the four five matches of man united man city and all the four for liverpool are going to be very very crucial so what do you think one of the most classic and one of the most intense league title races of all times in premier league uh from the time as we have started following league yes this is the, probably the most intense uh, season but uh, one has to remember manchester city's inaugural title when sergio aguero scored the winning goal at the last in the last nine, last i think 10 minutes or so yeah. and uh, that was the first season even that was a very historic season where man city only won the league on uh, goal difference so yes uh, for any team to uh, in the in recent years for any team to beat, beat city to win the league they have to have the, they have to have been consistent over a considerable period of time uh, guardiola's team as as he has proven you know you know over his entire career through with barcelona bayern munich and now manchester city his teams are very difficult to beat so to be challenging guardiola over an entire 38 game period that is 
that in itself speaks of huge progress Liverpool FC has made compared to you know the earlier days. Agreed. So let's talk a bit more about the match. Like uh, how how do you think Liverpool's position game and Chelsea's work together and uh, how did the back-to-back goals come up and how was the game? How was the game? How well, uh, if, you, if you look at it, uh, Liverpool controlled the game. As I said, Liverpool controlled the game uh, uh, for considerable periods of time because Chelsea came with a plan to you know, play with a defensive mindset. Now, uh, uh, once uh, one Liverpool uh, for the first half also, you know, Liverpool didn't create that many player chances for sure. And uh, once uh, the first half got over, there was a total change of uh, strategy by Klopp and uh, his squad and Liverpool started playing more incisive football, which got them the goal. Uh, Chelsea could have played uh, they did have the you know personnel to play uh, a much more attacking game, but uh, Sari must have been Sari having been scarred in the earlier in the earlier away games has uh, choose to you know go with a much more defensive mindset because he was aware of the fact that uh, Salah's the, the front three space as well as you know the Liverpool's uh, you know very famous pressing. Uh, the fact that Rudiger went off in the middle of the game didn't help Sari's cause. Christensen did look nervy throughout the game, even though he started in mid started in mid week, and uh, he has been used very sparingly, sparingly this season, and it showed. Uh, although he you can't he can't be faulted for either of the goals because uh, uh, it was it was it was good Liverpool moves that you know brought about those goals. Chelsea couldn't do anything about the second for sure, and the first goal was well worked by Liverpool. Okay. So overall, you know, overall, you know, Liverpool did deserve to win the game because Chelsea, uh, barring that uh, two quick-fire hazard chances, didn't create any other chance. All right. So let's talk about talk a bit about uh, the two assist providers, Jordan Henderson and Virgil Van Dijk. Uh, how was their season? I feel that their season was tremendous. Uh, Henderson was good. Henderson uh, played a proper captain's uh, captain's role, uh, making those you know runs from deep, you know making those recovery runs, and you know ensuring that there was enough defensive cover throughout the game. Uh, while uh, while with respect to uh, the second goal, uh, uh, Van Dyke was Van Dyke's ball to Pane was excellent. Obviously, the wind factor also uh, helped, as you could see. In later in the game, when Van Dyke cleared a straight ball and it ended up swerving in the air and you know landing just outside the box, which almost uh, which almost Mane nicked it off uh, Kepa to you know yeah. probably you know give uh, to uh, uh, yeah. So, so what is Van Dyke uh, right now the best defender in the world? You're saying? I say, uh, is Virgil Van Dyke one of the best defenders? Like, not one, the best defender in the world right now. Oh, uh, well, uh, see, well, the, the, he is probably one of the best defenders in the uh, in the world right now. Uh, given that you know he is playing for, he he is defending like someone who's the world's best uh, best the world's best defender. He's surely I I don't know about the world's best defender, but he is surely world class for sure. He's surely world class. 
and Nurbul Alafina to have have him and you know all that you know talk about you know him being uh, him being the high speed defender in the history of football and all uh, and uh, all that talk has been forgotten given that you know the our the performances he has put in the season and ever since he came in last winter he has come in and since ever ever since he has been there since flawless Nurbul probably have the most Alisson has the most number of clean sheets this season that is largely due to Van Dijk's defending, as well as Alisson's own heroic efforts as well. Liverpool are looking like a much big, better unit this season because of these two major additions, as well as Sabina has done good. Navigita and Shafiri, how about them? With respect to Kita and Sabino, they have been good this season. Uh, Kita did say uh, Kita currently uh, in the past weeks has been on a good run of form. He didn't have the best of games today in that sense. Right. Uh, he could have you know done. He could have been much more incisive in uh, in some certain parts of the field. But he did put in a good shift. And uh, Savino is currently pro the best defensive midfielder uh, in the Liverpool team, and he deserves a chance to be. Uh, you know, he, he deserves to play every game. Uh, as you could see, you know, Klopp, right now, given that we are at the tag end of the season, um, both the, uh, the squad is concentrating more on, you know, uh, just getting the result. And Henderson, the captain, substituted, uh, got substituted, and Milner came in, was a much more calming presence. Even over the midweek when uh, Liverpool were without, uh, without uh, Robertson, uh, that time Milner was again a calming presence at left back. So, uh, Klopp is using the experience of both these uh, English, uh, England internationals well, as well as you know bringing his own you know acumen to the Liverpool squad. Okay, so this is how the game panned out, and this is the situation at the Premier League right now. It's intense as always. So ending our podcast here, and thanks thanks to Solsa for uh, giving his take on it. And we'll be back again with uh, another podcast uh, discussing new games and uh, new uh, usual fixtures and matches, match previews, game analysis and everything you uh, want to see in a match or in a match preview. So thank you, Sorosa, again. And we'll see you guys again in the next match. See you guys.